ultimately that's all it is. <laughs> Some people just need to be reminded of it. Welcome to the Deviating Tangents Podcast, episode 14. Today's topic, public relations. Solution, don't be a douche. Moving on. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, it, it boils down to that, but some people need to be reminded of, of how to interact with people in public. I mean, we, we've been through the, the, the unpleasantness of the last... God, it feels like a decade. Uh, but yeah, it's it's only it, it's been almost a whole year now. Jeez. Yeah. Um. And and some people just well, it has been a year. It's been almost two years. Oh, she's time blank. Some people need to be reminded on how to interact with people in public and and things to do. Uh, a lot of it revolves around children. Um. Like if, if if you're out to a restaurant and your child decides they want to you know get up and run around or or like cause a mess on the table or something like that, maybe don't go out to a restaurant with your child. Like, like, I understand that it's it's like the movie theater thing. It's like why would you take an infant to the movies? Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. Because like, the parents still want to be able to have a good time, and they so... couldn't find a babysitter <clears throat> short short notice and and you know what as as unfortunate as it is i i believe that those parents should just not go out yeah that's the decision you chose exactly to make you you should not be putting your poor decisions your poor planning to negatively impact others like like everyone else at that movie theater paid their money they 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 want the experience of watching a movie they they should be able to have the experience they paid for uninterrupted by screaming children yeah and and i understand some movies are made for children and and that's different exactly but like if if you're causing a disturbance it really shouldn't matter how old you are yeah it's like if you take a child to see a kids movie it's going to be like a G rated movie yeah. which is the equivalent of like a TV Y7. Yeah. But like on the same token if your child then starts throwing popcorn everywhere that's an issue and even even so I think it comes down to like a baser thing it's like cuz children have short attention spans that's, a 5 or 6 year old can sit and watch a movie. Mm-hmm. A 2 year old can't. Yeah, and and if if you're bringing a two year old out to a movie, problem. Yeah, it, it's not. Oh, hey, the the guy who behind me stood up and yelled at me because my child was was screaming at 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 nothing. Is <laughs> you know you know th- that guy is not the problem. You're the problem for bringing the screaming child. I love how Scott paints himself as. I am perfect. It's everyone else who's the problem. <laughs> I have never screamed at Fuck anyone. Fuck you for having a two-year-old. <laughs> Look, just because I tripped a kid once doesn't mean that I. I, I was just... going to bring that up. <laughs> I didn't know this before we started. A minutes ago, we were talking. We were going to do this episode, and Scott's like, "Yeah, I tripped a kid once." <laughs> I was at the mall once when, um, be- before the whole everything these last two years. Back when Pokemon Go, like, like first really came out and everyone yeah. was playing it. So, like, I was playing Pokemon Go. I, I, I um, had my phone and 
there was just this this little monster who was just running around screaming in the food court and and the mother is there sitting at a table she's fully turned around in her seat and just you know kind of saying stop doing that stop doing that but not actually getting up off her ass to to you know handle the problem and and the kid is being a kid and and pushing all of the boundaries he can possibly get away with so i just kind of like stick my foot out behind me and then you know a couple seconds later the kid's lying on the ground like 20 feet away like, not 20 feet away but like he got some distance he he was he was running at speeds vaulted across yeah, the ball yeah, yeah. And, and and then you know the, the mother got off her ass and i i think she gave me a dirty look i'm not really sure about that but you know it's look whatever. i'm just standing here talking on my face it's probably because like she didn't like your face i mean that's that's it's not fair but that's fair um <laughs> And it probably she probably didn't even realize that you tripped the kid. It's a matter of it's a matter of like, I don't want you anywhere near my child. Look you know at what? You. <laughs> okay, that that much I can understand. Yeah, it because just... kids and I can't say that. Okay, so I fell a lot as a kid. I wasn't the most gracious until I was about eight. Yeah, but mine was I have had uh, when I was a kid. I had really short. Uh, Achilles tendons. Gotcha. So I couldn't stand flat foot on the ground. Yeah. And you need the whole of your foot to be not clumsy. Yep. I fell a lot as a child. Yep. But probably more so than other kids because I didn't have the virtue of the back half of my foot. Mm -hmm. And so, like, that's long been resolved. And, like, my balance is great now because I learned how to walk not standing on my whole feet. Yeah. So... I don't think I've really fallen since. And, but. and like, this isn't all about kids either. Like, this, you know, there are adults. It's who, actually, it's about the parents. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, kids are loud, but, like, ultimately it falls on the parents, the parents to, to control The parents them. let them be loud. Um, but, like, don't fucking FaceTime in public. Like, like no one needs to be a part of that no it's 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 one thing to take a phone call but when you're bringing video call into it and and like it's so unnecessary and you're yeah. gonna be in a place where you don't have good service yeah so plus, it's gonna make plus, the video like, call bad yeah and and people don't know how to talk on the phone in public spaces because they always need to shout into it because reasons that don't make they're not right in sense. front of me they're inside this little box i must yell to make sure they can hear yeah. me you, you, you know you know what would give you a, a a better connection to that person to be able to hear them and for and for them to to hear you uh not fucking facetiming and putting the phone next to your face but that's how the radiation gets into my brain so i don't it doesn't matter you're already stupid yeah yeah and like the 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 people who play music, like without like headphones. Yeah, exactly. With with, with shitty tinny speakers that that they cranked the bass all the way up to, and, and the and phone doesn't sound even so make a distorted. good bass noise. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's not even good music either. Uh, that's up for interpretation. <clears throat> I mean, that's fair, but like, especially not the way they're playing it. Yeah. And, and and just be respectful of the shared space. Like like 
we we said in an earlier episode you can't smoke in public because you know secondhand smoke is is an issue secondhand noise is, yeah, noise is just, pollution is real yeah yeah and and just like you don't need to be yelling in public what well, why why are you yelling yeah do you know what i hate because you were talking about people on phones and people yelling yeah do you know what i hate is when someone's on the phone with someone in the mall they're trying to find yeah so they're talking on the phone but they're looking around and yelling for the person at the same time yeah yeah just just like say i'm here at this store meet me here done over with exactly pick a landmark like i'm standing in front of old navy yeah and then you just fucking and then you just find them or i don't know like what what do every malls have i can't say sears anymore yeah Cinnabon? I'm standing outside the Orange Julius. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had an Orange Julius in forever. I don't think I've ever. I don't. I never got the Orange Julius. I got like the Triple Berry, mm-hmm. delight, wonderful, amazing drink. I want a Cinnabon. <laughs> it's really just a beanbag chair. Those things are gigantic. I mean, and they they put them in they put them I, in. I, airports so that yeah if your plane crashes you can survive for the next five years but they're delicious <laughs> sure they'll put you in a diabetic coma but they're delicious <laughs> i need to watch my blood sugar i i i'm gonna die i'm gonna <laughs> die before i have a chance to be what i want to be yeah just because i didn't pay attention in school yeah yeah I mean, on, on on the other hand, they didn't, they didn't really teach things like like, oh hey, if, if if you're prone to diabetes, you should watch your sugar intake. Yeah. Just... Ask your parents questions. Yeah. Why? That's what the school system is for. Well, we're not going to tell you the answers. Yeah. So, so like, there are so many things that should be taught in schools that just aren't. Like I, I th- there are other countries that have finishing schools that that are essentially teach me how to be a person in public and we don't have that here and we should because too many people need it yeah um a lot of it is common sense respect the shared space don't like like when i'm out in public i try to take up as as little space as possible yeah like if if i am walking near someone i'll put one arm behind me and one arm in front of me just just to take take up less space exactly exactly yeah whereas you got these people who are walking you know six abreast and you're taking up the entire space and not looking where they're going exactly completely step out of their way yeah and or or the ones and they still have the nerve to look at you like you did something yeah yeah and, and the ones who, like, they're taking up so much space and also walking slowly. Yeah. So, like, you you have to walk even slower if you're going in that same direction and look for any opportunity you have to get around them. Yeah. Or you're going to be there all day. That's what I hate is, like, <clears throat> young women. And why is it that, like, five foot girls take up the most space it does seem disproportionate because like they're all you know the ones i'm talking about if you happen to be a a young female of the height five foot persuasion 
I'm talking specifically about the, and you know who you are. If like just walking aimlessly in a public space, looking down at your phone, not paying attention, moving half the speed of smell. And you need a, a bubble of like eight feet mm-hmm. to not be in anybody's way. See now I'll walk around on my phone just just reading but i make it a point to be aware of my peripheral vision yeah. be, be aware of my surroundings know where i'm walking who's around me who's behind me etc yeah so i'm not in anyone's way and and i do that and and just i am the main character everyone needs to work around yeah, me, everyone, me, 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 me. Everyone's so obsessed with themselves. Because and, and that, that young lady that doesn't want to move out of anybody's way is checking her Instagram to see if the post she made not four minutes ago has gone viral yet. Yeah. When in reality, only like four people are going to see it. And, and, and it's probably the same six old dudes. Yeah. Those numbers don't add up. I, yep. <laughs> nope. But yeah, it really comes down to don't be a douche. There's a lot of nuance to it, but just don't. That's that's really what it is. Like if if everyone could just you know take the tiny little steps to like, be pay less attention, of an asshole. pay attention and be nice to people. Yeah, that that's that's really like you don't need to go out of your way to be nice to people. Just don't be a fucking douche. Yeah. We we've got too much negativity in this world. What why why would you want to add to it? Yeah. Because I didn't get the right drink at Starbucks. I'm not just picking on the girls when I talk about stuff like this. Yeah, I see plenty no. of guys do it too. Yeah. But unfortunately, the stereotype to make the visual easier is to pick on the girls. Especially like if, if we're talking about malls and, and shopping and like 36 shopping bags in each arms. Yeah. Because guys typically hate shopping. I'm sure there are some guys that could get off on shopping. I'm not one of them. I mean, I like if I go to the mall, it's to wander. I mean, that's fair. If yeah. I see something I like, I'll get it. Yeah. Or yeah. more usually, I'll remember there's something in a store that I want to get, yeah. so I'm not carrying it around with me. Exactly. For the whole trip. Yeah, I I I, I don't like that either. If, if somewhere I I want to travel as light as possible yeah. and, and carrying around you know something that that potentially could be you know hundreds of thousands of do- hundreds of thousands of dollars. That you know, I'd, I'd rather not do that. Yeah. Like, oh boy, I just bought a new video game system at the at, at the GameStop there. I'm just gonna wander around the mall there and now and let's just... go eat in the food court. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, and, and set it down next to me. And and whoops, someone stole it. All right, okay, what am I gonna do I now? I didn't get the insurance on it either. Yeah, and and mall security ain't gonna do shit. No, they don't care about you. That's gotta be the easiest job. You just show up. You don't do anything. You just show up. (laughs) You remove the people that are yelling and then yelling at you because you want to remove them. Yeah. I mean, just just don't don't be a douche. That's it. It is. It's that simple. And, and like, it's not limited to malls. That's just the the best example. Yeah, it's, it's something that is close to home to us something we can relate to i'm I'm sure you know subways are just and and whatnot Uh, i've heard stories of of new york city subways and and like just terrible things that 
happen there. Yeah. The grass is always greener. There's always going to be something we have no idea exists. Yeah. We we are limited by our own experiences, by by our own knowledge. And, and you know what? Let's add that as a core tenet of the show. You know, never stop learning. Never stop having new experiences. Yeah. I would pick expert, like... Stuff. Yeah. Like, stuff is nice. I like stuff. But memories are just yeah. so much more. Like, like, like I don't even need a, I don't even need a picture... Like yeah, of me exactly. back I don't need a picture of me backpacking through Budapest. I did it. You know? Yeah. Like I so a lot of the things that exist in this world today are not built to last. They they are planned to break at some point, and that's a whole other issue. Unless it's nineteen fifties appliances. Yeah. But but like that stuff is all going to cease to exist at some point. Those memories are forever. Yeah. In, until you get old numbers. But, you know, they're, they're, they're working on that. I think they're making leaps and bounds yes. in that field. Yeah. That I, I, I am hesitant to say there's a vaccine for Alzheimer's, but, like, we're, we're getting... There's a vaccine for chickenpox. <clears throat> yeah. I didn't know that until, like, two years ago. Yeah. Because apparently my girlfriend got it. She's like, "Yeah, I got the chicken pox vaccine." I'm like, "Where was this when I was a kid?" <laughs> yeah, and we're no, only we're uh, only like a year and a half apart. I I had chicken pox as a kid. And it, so did I. Had a horrible time. Yeah, I just had like this the traditional, just like yeah, it was itchy. I was told not to scratch it, but that was it. You can't just not scratch it. Yeah. Mom did the whole like oven mitts over my hands thing, yeah. so I couldn't like peel my skin off. Apparently, because my brother and I got it at the same time, because that's what happens with yeah, chicken pox. Yeah, it's super contagious. And he got it way worse than I did. I had more spots, but his spots were, like, much larger, and he just felt more sick. Yeah. Apparently, getting chicken pox, and not shingles, chicken pox, as an adult, is, like, super dangerous. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're the same thing, actually. It's the same virus, but it manifests differently. Yeah, yeah. And the way vi- the way that shingles can like affect the body is totally different from person to person. Mm-hmm. I know my uncle Mark. Uh, if he gets shingles, like he's like incapacitated for like the next. And then my brother had shingles and didn't know he had it. And and you know now it's a preventable disease because of the vaccine. Yeah. Want to you know make too many callbacks to to previous episodes, but you know. I was gonna go for a little bit of extra length on this episode because I wanted to kind of tie in our second topic. Yeah, so we we, we can do that because like we kept we kept rounding roundabouting back to don't be a douche. Yeah, and we're still <laughs> and we're at like nineteen and a half minutes, so I think we can make. There, there's the only so many ways you can say don't be a douche. Yeah, so I think we can fill out the rest of the episode with because I don't think there's really because I'm sure we can do a deep dive yeah. into the other one, but really just like bringing it to the surface is what's important. Yeah, yeah. So like 
the hidden costs of just existing. Uh, so, so if you don't necessarily have many health problems, you're, you're not going to identify with this list very much, but that, that just further shows, you know, how, how much some people need to pay just to exist. Yeah. Like if you have great vision, great. You, you can see. Other people need glasses, and they are not. And and you're supposed unless you have really good insurance. Yeah, and and that is falling by the wayside. And even then, like that really good insurance has to be paid for by somebody. Mm-hmm. So it's still your glasses are never free. And and um, I forget the name of the company, but like there's there's a company that has like a monopoly on frames as well. Yeah. But um. Yeah, so glasses are expensive. They're, they're, you know, with insurance, you can get them down to just a couple hundred bucks or something like that. But, like, they're thousands of dollars. Yeah. Not, and, and, like, they're, they're massive feats of medical engineering to, to give the eye exam, to get the correct prescription, to... to Be able to forge that prescription in glassware. Yeah. <laughs> and and then you got all the the fucking add-ons like the transition lenses, the anti-smudge, the anti-scratch, just all of the things that you want to have because you need these to see. Yeah, and even small mechanical things like do you want the lenses in your frames? Yeah. I I need new glasses. I was about to say. Well, I wasn't going to argue against glasses being expensive, but I was going to point out the fact that you wear glasses and have not gotten new ones in a very long I, time. I, I can't afford it. I, I, I can't afford to go get the eye exam that I need, and I can't afford to, to, to get new glasses. And yeah. I'm sure that's causing more health problems and making my eyes worse. Yeah. I can see from here, like, how yeah how cloudy yeah, your no, they're, they're, are. they're bad. Uh, and and they're they're coming out of the frames too, yeah. and and I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet. Um, and when that happens, I'm royally fucked because like, it's like your only pair of glasses. Yeah, I used to have a backup pair. I don't know where that where, where they went. Um, I should but, go get an eye exam again. Yeah, uh, but but like that that's a hidden cost. That 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 is something that people with good eyesight don't need to worry about. Don't need to pay for. Um, and and. It's not limited to glasses. If you have asthma, you need that inhaler or you could die. And, and inhalers it's, are not cheap. It's all into, it's all personal because I'm asthmatic and I can talk, I can give like a dissertation on asthma and it does affect everybody differently. That's, that's fair. I have not had an albuterol sulfate inhaler in a long time. Yeah. I haven't grown out of my asthma not once. Yeah. But... Like, there are times of the year where it affects people worse, like, especially mm-hmm. when the seasons change mm-hmm. and the uh, humidity and pressure in the air doesn't know what it wants to do, because especially here in upstate New York, we are one of the few, one of the few states in the union that can experience every month, every season yeah. the year has to offer in a week. Yep. And we did. Yeah. It was, we had, we had a first snowfall back in october not three days later it was 60 degrees yeah and 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 clear clear uh um ground no no snow um 
but yeah, it's just, so so some people may not need inhalers. There are other people who absolutely do. Oh yeah, do I wish I had one? Absolutely. But yeah. have I been blessed with the fact that I haven't yeah. been in an asthma attack? Yes, I am also that. <laughs> <laughs> and and so unfortunately forget the guy's name and and I'm I'm doing him a disservice by talking about him without naming him. But there was a guy who who died and had a law named after him to limit the price of insulin yeah. because he was rationing it because he couldn't afford it. Yeah. He was diabetic and needed insulin to live and could not afford it. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. So I think we've talked about this a long time ago on the show, so I'm going to bring it up again. That's what I hate about insurance in the first place, especially specifically medical insurance, mm -hmm. because you go to your doctor that you've been working with. Let's say you have a chronic illness, something that you're going to have on and off and worse and better for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. And you're working with a doctor that you've been seeing for a long time and they know your case. Yep. They know what medicines you've been on mm -hmm. and they know what medicines to try and get you on if those aren't working. And then they have to talk to the insurance and the insurance is like, no, we're not doing that. I'm sorry. Are you the medical professional here? In insurance should have no say in, in what medications are, are allowed. Exactly. That's not their job. Yeah. And, and again, th these are all costs that people without these issues don't even think about because it doesn't affect them. I wouldn't say don't ever think about, but it doesn't impact them the way it impacts other people. I suppose. And and then you have the, the, the more immediate, the more widespread feminine hygiene products. So like, we're, we're saying this as a couple of white dudes, but like, I've had girlfriends before, I, I, I am, why is that funny? I, do, I think it's just funny that the way that you you feel you need to make that a point. It's like, I've had girlfriends, which means I know how they work. That's not what I meant, but sure, whatever. I, I, just... I know how the feminine body works <sighs> as someone who's had a girlfriend. I eat ass. <sighs> anyway. So this feminine hygiene products, like, like, you can't just not have them because that's just so unpleasant yeah. for, for, you know, someone who's going through something that their body is putting them through that they did not ask for and have no control over. Yeah. And, and just, you, you're charging them money for, for something that they need. And, and, These are costs that people don't think about, and, and it is expensive to exist. Well, yeah. It, it, it is needlessly expensive to exist. Well, everything's been about money. Yeah. Since always. Yeah. But Even before money was a proper bartering system, it was you have shiny rock, me want. Yeah. At, at some point, though, it stopped being about... 
oh, th this is what the thing costs. I'm going to charge you this and, and start becoming... How comfortable would you feel paying this much for it? Yeah, exactly. And, and it just ran from there. Yeah. And, and someone asked that question and they said, well, I would like to spend this much. And I said, well, it wasn't really a question. Yeah. It was more letting you know that it costs this much. Yeah. So... I don't care if you're not comfortable with it because this is what yeah, you're paying me. You pay this or you're not getting it. But I need it to live. You pay this or you're not getting it. And that's that's not how we should function as a society. No. If, if we have the means to, to help people, we should be helping people and not putting corporate greed over life. That took a turn. Well, that's basically the, the the smoking gun for this entire, like, point. Yeah. Is that it's like, why is it needlessly expensive to exist? I can only imagine as to why. It's because fucking corporate greed mm -hmm. has devalued you to a number. And yep. as long as you can pay them the money they want, they don't care what actually happens to you. So, so that that brought up a thing um you remember when when uh, we were working at the place and and they said oh don't go chasing after shoplifters because it costs this much to to replace you or or you know the, the, yeah. the cost of your life is is this much and to be reduced down to to a dollar amount like that is is so dystopian yeah and they they would do it every time not realizing the type of irrevocable psychological harm yeah that's having even on a subconscious level to the people that work there yeah because you go into work you work a job like that and you know from the day you sign on to the company you're like i know i'm gonna be treated like shit here yeah i know they don't care about me but when it's actually said that like oh yeah if you die it would cost us this much money to like yeah. Pay out to your families and stuff. It's like your family just lost a you. Yeah. You can put infinite money into making another me. You're not getting me back. Yeah, exactly. And I don't I don't like it. There's so much more to life than just monetary gains. And and it's it's sickening to me to see people like Bezos flying their rockets around when so many people are starving in the streets. Exactly. Eat the rich. Yeah. Arm the homeless. <laughs> like, seriously, let's just start a campaign to, like, do stuff that's going to make the 1% just, just shit themselves in fear. What do they, what do they not want the most? That's what I want. That's punk. So, so what they don't want the most is to re is is for us to realize the power we have together. Yeah. Individually, our voices are meaningless. Together, we cannot be ignored. Yeah. Individually, we are a single stick, but together. <laughs> <laughs> yup. Yup. Exactly that. Uh, hey, are you guys talking about how much you ate the, the government and stuff? Hi, everybody. This is uh, Kremit, uh, our kind of player three for the Deviating Tangents podcast. Uh, yep, yep, hi, yep. hi, Kremit. 
Hi, how are you doing, Kremit? Uh, I couldn't help but overhear you guys. I just got home. Uh, hi. I'm, I'm at home for a while. Um, <laughs> lots of important business. Uh, yeah, yeah. You're, so, uh, wait. Uh, what was today's topic I was listening? Uh, so, don't be a douche. Okay, got it. <laughs> and, and sounds, sounds like it shouldn't be hard, but it is for some just, people. Uh, it's, you have no idea. Um, and and um, hidden costs for existing and, and how the rich just have so much greed and so much money and people are dying in the streets. Yeah, I mean, it's not too hard to exist. I mean, you can make a whole other, like, life. Like, if you just, like, died and moved to a different state and... Oh, that's not what you guys are talking no, about, is it? No, no. Crime no, it. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> Uh, good, because I wouldn't know anything about that. Yeah, uh, sure. Uh, okay. I mean, it's not as simple as, like, you just open up a new... It... I have to go to work. <laughs> Kermit, you just got back from work. You were gone for, like, three weeks. Yeah, but, uh, urgent business just came up, and, uh, I gotta... I gotta... Uh, Kermit the Thug, everybody. I'm afraid for my life. Uh, yeah, you you you, uh, you might want to change your locks there. I have a feeling he knows a guy, though. I, I have a feeling he is the guy. <laughs> That's the last thing I need. <laughs> why'd you uh, why'd you change your locks on me? Yeah. Well, who likes my cremet impression? <laughs> I sound just like him. If ever there were like a a cartoon with Kremit the Thug in it, you could get. If he wasn't available, I could be a perfect voice double. Uh, yeah, yep, yep. That is uh, that is accurate. <laughs> I just like we have we have so many solvable problems in this world. They just like. The problem is greed. Yeah. There. Uh, excuse me. Did you just say the problem is green? No, 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 Kremit. We we said the. Problem Not that is... it would matter. I'm brown. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You 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 are brown, Kremit. Because of the 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 accident with the um the van. Yeah. We, we remember. That's correct. Yes. Thank you for. Thank you for bringing it up. I, I, I apologize. I, I was just reminding our listeners of, of, of the, the history of, of the great Kremit the Thug. Uh-huh. Great. I am. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, we, 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 we said uh, greed is the problem. Greed. Ah, yes. Uh, well, that's actually part of my job is dealing with greedy humans. Uh, that is good. Um, They're garbage people. <laughs> that they are. Uh, Kremit, do you have any closing remarks for the for the people at home? Uh, take your vitamins, pretend you're hilarious, <laughs> and uh, always be on the lookout for the next episode of Deviating Tangents, the podcast starring yours truly, Kremit the Fug. You know, I, I, I can't argue with that. We'll see you guys in the next episode. <laughs> <laughs>